two weeks ago, I was lost. I was kind of confused into where I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to do. Still very torn between what God wants for me versus what I want for me versus what the world wants for me versus what the world and social media is telling me I should want. You're thinking "Ah, it's too late for change. You're already established and life is good but it's definitely not great. Welcome to The People's Coach, your guide to living with more purpose and fulfillment. This is how life optimization should be. Brought to you by our host, Angelo Lilac. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Angelo. If you're a leader, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a creative, if you're trying to grow your personal brand, send me an email at info at angelolilock.com. I'd love to sit and talk with you and see how I can help you out and add value to you. Let's get to the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the People's Coach Podcast. I'm Angelo. I'm your host. And I want to speak to my influencers, my leaders, my coaches, my people who are making a difference, who are in movements, who are in the business of changing lives. Listen, this is something that's been really deep on my heart that have influenced a lot of the change that you guys have been hearing through these recent podcasts. I mean, I've had the pleasure and honor to interview some of the top performing people in their fields, whether it's professional athletes, um, Olympians, business people, entrepreneurs, artists, all these things. And it's really, really great. But I understand and I know now that there's a deeper purpose why I'm here. And some of you may already be jumping off right now as you're hearing this. You're probably like, dude, Angelo has lost it, right? Um, But I have this sense of peace and joy that I want to continue to share with you guys. So really quick, I was on, I just got off a conversation with one of my good friends, Todd, and I'm excited to have him on the show soon. And him and I were talking, literally it was supposed to be a 10, 15 minute call, turned out to be an hour. He's just one of those great guys. He, he and I are actually really good friends. We started off going to the academy together and I kind of looked them, looked up to him as an older brother mentor figure because he had been in the military and I'm over there like real young in the academy, not knowing what to do, especially when they made me the leader of our group, of our team. I went up to him. I was like, yo, how do I do this? And uh, he's been very gracious with his knowledge and experience. And we kind of fell off for a little bit. I went to a different police department. He went to another department. We haven't talked in a few years that we got back together. And now since then, since relinking up, he's become one of my really closest friends because our friendship now is not just based on the badge that and title that we once shared, but now we have a relationship based on faith. And it's really interesting because the people who I gravitate the most towards now have been people, not just entrepreneurs and successful business people, right? But people who have this happiness and joy and peace in life. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean they make a whole lot of money. It's it's just 
they have something that I'm looking for. And I think that's a trait that we look for in the people that we surround ourselves with. We look to surround ourselves with people with certain characteristics and traits that we want more of. Does that make sense? Uh, the more people that uh, the the more recent people I've been getting closer to have been people, and it's more specifically men of faith, men that have a belief in, in God, in in something, someone greater than greater than themselves, and those are the people I've been gravitating to the most. And it's like this subconscious thing where I'm looking for people like that, and they don't have to be an entrepreneur, they don't have to be a high performer, they're just people with something I want to be more like. And my boy, Todd is like that. He is um, a real estate investor. Um, and the, the biggest thing I, I, again, I admire about him is his faith and it's his ability to seek God in the things he does, whether it's through his marriage, for his kids, for his business, whatever that looks like. And that's what I'm gravitating towards. Right. And as he and I were talking, literally, we just got on the phone. And I remember this message that two weeks ago, I felt like God was putting in my heart because two weeks ago, I was lost. I was kind of confused into where I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to do. Still very torn between what God wants for me versus what I want for me versus what the world wants for me versus what the world and social media is telling me I should want. Right. And it's just this really deep inner conflict that I've been really wrestling with for the last few months. And the last few, uh, two weeks ago, I, I felt that God called me to serve where I'm at, not where I'm going, but just serve where you're at. Because if you can serve where you're at, where you're going, you will be able to serve there too. If you can't serve where you're at today, you can't serve where I want to take you tomorrow. That is literally the message that God was, was telling me a few weeks ago. And I didn't understand it. Like I was like, what do you mean serve where I'm at? But I thought you wanted me to do this, this, and that. Right? And that was part of the conflict. And when I tuned out the noise took a break from social media, took a break from all these things. And I, I was intentional about spending more time with him and listening to his word and reading his word and spending around people who believe in that same God that, that, that blesses us so that we can be a blessing to others. When I was more intentional about that, I had so much more clarity, so much more clarity in life. And I understood what God meant by saying, serve where you're at. Now, I believe that everything we have is everything we need today. Everything we have today is everything we need. You don't need more money to start. You don't need more time to begin whatever journey God's calling you to go. You don't need more resources. You don't need more connections. You already have everything you need today. Everything you have today is everything you need. A lot of us don't start because we're waiting for the perfect moment, the perfect connection, the perfect opportunity. But that waiting just turns out to more waiting. And that's where I believe I've been called to do. As I was telling my buddy Todd, I've worked so hard to build up 
my brand, my business, right? But the key difference in everything I'm doing is it was never my brand to begin with. It was always his brand. I have just been blessed with the opportunity to grow it and to nurture it. But in the end, it was always his. The platform that I have, the influence that I have, the connections that I have. For so long, I was in my own head about these are mine. I've done this. I've built this. This is all me. But the moment I let that go, the moment I recognize that I wouldn't be where I, where I am today if it wasn't for him, that's when everything changed. My messaging changed. You know, I literally feel like I was, this is going to sound crazy. It's totally going to sound like totally opposite of what I've been teaching people for so long. Like grind, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. I feel like I did less, but I literally at the same time accomplished more. Like I put in less working hours, but the results actually dramatically increased. I had more connections. I had more influence. I actually had more clients. As crazy as that sounds, I was doing less on social media. I was doing putting less hours into my business. Like I used to track, right? I used to do like over 100 hours a week. It was nuts. And I wore that like a badge of honor because I thought, and that's what I was taught is like, you got to work, you got to grind, you got to hustle. I'm not saying not to work hard in what you believe in or not to work hard in your craft because you have to do that. But at the same time, I believe God stretched me to see like you can do all that and more with doing a little bit less. We're doing actually much less. And I couldn't grasp that fact. I couldn't, I could, I, it was so hard for me to understand, like, what do you mean I'm going to be able to do more by doing less? Isn't that everything like wrong that I've been teaching people? Isn't that, doesn't that go against everything that I've learned thus far? I've had to grind and work my ass off for everything I have today. Isn't that totally opposite of that? But I'm telling you right now, it's not. There is a way to have more by doing less. And by no means am I going to sit here and try to preach to you or try to teach you how to do it. But there's a value there. There's a lesson in that. And I'm like, wow. And it, it reminded me of something that I learned while working with the SWAT team is slow is smooth and smooth is fast. Slow is smooth and smooth is fast. Sometimes we do too much to go through life quickly. We're sprinting from door to door, from level to level, but realistically, we don't slow down enough. Sometimes we need to slow down in order to speed up. That's the one. <laughs> Sometimes we need to slow down in order to speed up. And that's where I was in life. I had all these different things going on. I had different businesses, different opportunities, different investments. I had the podcast. I had all the, the world told me like in order to be productive, in order to be a high performer or whatever you need to, I needed to be busy and, and, and I needed to have a lot on my plate, right? Cause I needed to feel busy. I needed to feel important. And that's what I did. I had multiple businesses, multiple streams of income, multiple brands I'm building at the same time. And I, I was burnt the hell out. But I, in my mind, I'm doing the right thing, right? It's for my family. It's for my, I get it, right? But that wasn't it. 
I needed to slow down to speed up. I needed to simplify so that I can go faster to where I'm supposed to be. And when I started to cut out different projects, different um, different responsibilities that I didn't really have to do or I didn't have to be a part of, I started leaving things that I, I really didn't feel a deep connection to. That's when my life started to accelerate. My, my load was lighter. So I was able to go faster. Hope you guys are catching this. And the less I took on, the better I was able to perform in those things. Because instead of doing a lot, 10 things, okay, I was able to do two or three things really, really well. So instead of having 10 different projects, I stuck with the two or three that really meant the most to me. And as I'm recording this episode right now, I'm in the middle of that again. What are the one or two things that I really want to spend the most time doing? What are the one or two or three things that are going to leave the legacy for my kids and their kids and the generations to follow, right? Generational wealth is going to be a theme that you're going to be hearing more and more and more from me because it's not just make the most money so you can pass that on to your kids, but how do you instill the lessons, the ideals, the morals to the generations to follow with the crazy world we're living in today with this cancel culture and all this, you know, people being offended easily. And it's, it's nuts, right? They're trying to take God out of all these things. It's, I heard that they were trying to take uh, in God, we trust or something out of the dollar bill or uh, trying to take God out of the pledge of allegiance. And we live in a world that is shaking up the foundations that made this nation great. Agree with me or disagree with me. That's up to you. This is for people with eyes to see and ears to hear. How do we pass that on to our kids? How do we pa- how do we make sure that they have the confidence to step into a dark world that when everyone else is saying no, they have the ability to say yes. That they can stand up for the right they can stand up for the truths that they believe in. That's where I'm at. And I'm not afraid to sacrifice my brand, my business, all these things that, you know, in my mind, I've built up to be what, what other people told me have been great. I'm okay. Because I know like I'm here, I'm called to something deeper. And it is wild. It is a wild ride I'm going through right now, but at the same time, I'm learning to enjoy it. I am learning to enjoy it. I'm learning to like, there's, yeah, you could say part of me right now, there's a suffering. There's this theme of suffering. But I also believe that through that suffering is going to be how God uses me the most, how God is going to use me and my family to do something great through that suffering. So I know this has been quite a turn of events. Uh, a lot of people are kind of used to me doing the interviews with, you know, my good friends and people on my network. And I'm not saying I'm going to step away from that. I think those are also a lot of fun. I have, a, I have a lot of fun enjoying those, but I do know that there's a truth that I need to speak. I have, a, I, I have been blessed with this opportunity, with this platform to reach thousands and thousands and thousands of you guys who I've been so loyal and supportive of my rebrand and the podcast and all these other things. Like, I appreciate all of you, even the people that are not following anymore. 
especially after today. I'm sure I've lost a handful of people. That's okay. I want to be able to just plant that seed. And however that sprouts, that's up to you. That's up to God. That's okay. I'm merely a messenger, just sharing my story, sharing what's happening. And hopefully there's someone listening or watching that is taking some value from this today. So I appreciate you guys. Um, if you have more questions, continue to send them in at info at angelolilock.com. Send me your questions, send me your comments. Um, and I'd love to go over them with you, maybe even make a podcast episode from it, which I've been doing more recently. If some of you have noticed, I'm answering some of your questions on the podcast, which I think is kind of neat. Um, but I appreciate you guys for continuing to support, continuing to share. We are growing and we are ranking up really, really high. Um, actually higher than I thought it would be even after the crazy launch that we had. And it's, it's all God's timing. You know, I'm not, I'm not putting any more stress and effort into what I don't have to, because I know like, as I focus on my message and what I'm doing, and this is what I'm called to do, everything kind of works out better. Less is more, right? So I appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for continuing to share. I'm looking forward to connecting with more of you guys and hearing more of your responses and how some of you guys are getting value from the, the purpose series. That was really cool for me to record and to hear your responses. So I really, really do enjoy those. Keep sending them in, keep sending in your comments, your emails, because that uplifts me, gives me a ton of energy knowing that there's people being blessed out there. I appreciate you guys. Have a great Monday. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I hope that you enjoyed the show. Make sure you follow me at angelolilock.com. That's A-N-G-E-L-O-L-I-L-O-C. You'll receive our weekly newsletters, any updates, any events, giveaways, all that kind of stuff every week straight to your inbox. All right, we want to make sure that it's easy and convenient for you. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you.